I tried to get, I tried to sub in the zooms as quickly as possible. I just <laughs> did a lot of zoom comedy. Did you? Still do. Still doing corporate zooms. Really? To this day. <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, it's not a good time. No, I wouldn't think. The thing was, if you get decent at them, you find a rhythm with them, and you just make money. It's like, well, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm making two hundred dollars on a Tuesday at one. You're like, that's just a free two hundred. Yeah, man, that's like a the corporate zooms are like comedians only fans. Yeah. It it's is. A, it's like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do it. I don't really want to, but just as long as nobody ever sees this, right? Right. As long as nobody knows. We're burning this connection as soon as this is over, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, I've done like I did this one like science one where I just was literally emceeing a science convention. What What did that entail? Literally, me coming out being like, "It's about to be a science convention, but we're also gonna have a little bit of fun." I'm a comedian, and we're gonna have a good time. Now we kick you over to this person, and then they were not fun at all. <gasps> And then they'd come back to me and I'd be like, I understood. This was my bit as I just kept going. I understood all of that. That makes perfect sense to me. And we're and having all, fun. And all the geniuses in there were like, <laughs> he's an idiot. Right. <laughs> and then, right. And they'd be like, and now over to this scientist. I did that for two hours. So just, you just, you'd be the in-between. Yep. Just setting them up. Didn't even do material. Yeah. And got paid hundreds of dollars, but also was embarrassed by what I did. This is not good work. This is not what we got into the game for. Hey, man, we all do a lot of gigs that we're, you know, just to get by where we're not like thrilled about the gig, but we're like, it does pay. You know, are we on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, you know, there's like this thing where comedians will be like, there's like this whole thing where people are talking about like comedians don't have rules. We're the one, you know, we're the one art form where they just don't have rules. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, unless you know anybody who's a professional comedian, because guess what we do all the time? Shows with rules constantly, and we all know how to do it. It's fucking ridiculous to think comics can't do anything with rules. All I do is shows with rules all the time. We all do. I hate it. Hate when they say that, and they're like, Oh, comic, you can't have them like host or like do like you can't have a comic do like host the Oscars because like they're wild. It's like, right. it's like, yeah, like every comic hasn't done a corporate gig where they were told be clean for 20 minutes and did it and did it fine. Yeah, had restrictions laid upon them, knocked out of the park all and the then time, kept going. We all do it all the time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you've done wow, okay, okay, done Zoom corporates, the normal corporates. How uh, how are how's the normal corporates? It's a it's you're going in. It's sort of like doing. It's like doing. And are these at comedy clubs where they're renting renting them out? No, or? those are basically shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a corporate where it's like, but it's not. But it's not. It's yeah, just you get away with way more. You get away with way with way more. And in general, they're at a comedy club. They're having fun. I, when I say a corporate, I mean we are at a hotel convention. Uh. Everybody there works for one company. Uh huh. And we are a little confused as to why there's a comedian here. Yeah. Right? It's that. And that, you basically go on stage being like, the goal is not to crush, the goal is to do okay. You're just trying to do. <laughs> now, why is that your mentality with, with just trying to. You can, because to crush. You'd have to break the rules. You have to push the boundaries. The rules are too restrictive in those right. to do well. Right. You can't get, because it's past the point of like, be clean. It's like, don't touch. There was one, I'm trying to think of how to, no, yeah, I can tell It was one where it was like for an energy company. Mm -hmm. And they literally were like, do not tell any jokes about energy, fossil fuels, anything like that. And so I came and I was, but it's like, the key to those, the key to those is actually you want to make it so personal to the company that you just survive because yeah. they want to hear you talk about the company. And, and how long are you doing at these? That one I did forty-five minutes. <sighs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going okay. So I was like, I was like, so I was like, oh, but you really want to kind of like talk about the company because that's kind of the keys. Yeah, like, if you can do half your set on the company, this guy over here, you're the CEO, whatever. That shit's going to get you through and you're going to be okay. And then right. you're going to do your safest material and you're going to get an okay reaction, but you're not going to offend one person. And the person who hosts it, who got, who hired you, who you show up and is terrified. And you're like, then why are you hiring a comic? 
Yeah. Like, why are you so scared of what's about to happen here? They're so scared. And you're like, you don't have to do this to yourself. You could hire a magician. Yeah. They won't, like, it's safe. I think I was one place's last experience with a comedian. See, I try really hard not to be. Because I want that money to go into the comedy community. And we can do it. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? I've, I've, I've talked about it on this podcast, uh, so I'll be brief but it was uh it was episcopalian seventh grade group tough real tough 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 i mentioned i mentioned which i told you before the podcast that the only woman that i've ever slept with is my wife yes that was too far for oh you you think that would appeal you think that would appeal to him i know but just the mention at all and even i had i'd like shrek like very light innuendo humor to Mm -hmm. go along with it and they were just like absolutely you know what i mean so yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah no and you feel it you feel it it feels so bad on stage when you're like immediately i feel i've crossed the line and there's no getting back they've all hate it yeah this place they stopped was, the show they stopped the show yeah <gasps> i got pulled off stage whoa yeah that's crazy yeah yeah that's an overreaction uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll be first to say because i've seen people cross like i've done corporates where somebody's I did I did a one at a comedy club, granted, right. but it was like a charity show. And I like I was up first with three of us. This benefit, what is this all about? Exactly. Literally yeah. it was about animals. I went on stage, told all jokes about my dog. I know how to do this game. Right. I literally was backstage like, I know the fucking game. Like, I'm gonna tell jokes about my dog. I'm gonna tell you what great people you are. You compliment the company. You always do this. This is one of my moves. I always go like this. I always go. I always go, I got it. This is like 10 minutes and I always go like this. I got to tell you, usually corporates are very boring. I, and I'm just going to break the fourth wall. You guys are weird. This is a weird company and they love it. You got to do something like that. You make them feel like <laughs> we're, we do things a little different around They love here. it. They're like, we yeah, are yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, and that dog one, though, I like did dog stuff. And this, this is not like a normal charity show. You guys are blah, blah. And then the first comic, second comic went up and immediately was like, what's up, fuckers? And I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? So, did you have to close that show out? I was up first. It was me. Oh. Because they, like, had me kind of, like, host it. And it was two comics after me. Because, like, I'm known as somebody who can just, like, so, do it. So, what happened after that comic went up? They didn't pull him off stage. Yeah. They were just offended. They were just upset. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't pull him off stage. To pull him off stage is such an aggressive move because you're ruining the show for everyone for no reason. Oh, dude. You got to really feel like you've lost full control of the comic. Yeah. That's what makes that so insane. So yeah. sorry you went through that. Uh, me too. Thank you. That's a tough experience. Oh, no. It's my new worst bomb story. Uh, that's never happened to me before. I've never heard. I've, I, I've never had that happen either. Yeah. I've pulled myself I off mean, stage. I mean, dude, I've heard of things going crazy on cruise ships and they still let the comic finish their set. The comic say the N-word on a cruise ship finished his set i still want to know what happened i know i have no idea all i saw was the headlines and i i know that comic of course i do too yeah what happened it's this fifth controversy the man can't stay out of trouble (laughs) there's a fifth i feel like it's the fifth time i've heard rob involved in a situation where i've been like rob keep it together buddy okay so Cause I, I you want to know Rob. something funny about the timing of that? Okay, so I got to explain this real quick. I, I liked Rob. I feel <laughs> he really lost me on the N-word. Okay, there, I don't, we still don't know the full details of what we happened. We don't know the full story. Uh, let me just break it down. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it's funny that that just naturally came up. Um, friend, we're friends with a, a comic uh, that was, uh, that did a cruise ship that, um, came out in the news i guess uh that he said the n-word and got fired from this uh this cruise ship line okay mm-hmm. so the day that that happened mm. danny you know how you can collaborate with somebody on a post on instagram yeah his most recent post was with me that day <gasps> so what a nightmare for you so on the post, the way that it works on Instagram, if you collaborate on a post, it's going on both of our timelines or walls, whatever you want to call it, if you're used to Facebook, profiles, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going and you're getting the same notification. So I'm sharing the same notifications as this comic. 
because he uh, he put me in a project that he directed. It was like a pilot mm-hmm. um, with like uh, it was like me, Aristotle Thera, uh, some other comics. Uh, there were Grant Lyon was in it. Like we had a great time. Great group. Yeah, super funny. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, you direct this. Do you want me to, sh- to collaborate with you or Grant on this? Because Grant and I are riffing in the clip, so it's just Grant and I riffing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting blown up. Mm-hmm. In my feed, I'm like, first one, I was like, oh, that's weird. That's a weird thing. Yeah. And then I start second guessing. I'm like, did I put out some weird video <laughs> yeah. or something? I'm like, why would I? What would that? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't. No, you're trying to figure it out. Well, I'm trying to piece together what's going on. Right. Because there's always, because there's constantly random comments on Instagram that make no sense. Right. So your first, I know exactly that thing. The first one you see and you're like, racist. Yeah, well, I'm stupid. I'm like, it, it had to do with conjoined twins, right? So I was like, is somebody getting offended that we're talking about conjoined twins? Yeah. It's just, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just the internet. Yeah. There's one person for everything. Right. Then you see the second one, that's going to scare you. Yeah. Second one, you're like, that's weird. Third, fourth, fifth. And then I text him, I go, yo, dude, like, I'm getting like, we're getting blown up on, on this. Like, what is, <laughs> can what's, we take it down? Yeah. Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. And, uh, and I don't get a reply because he's still on the cruise ship and he doesn't have a signal. People went and found internet connections so they could blow up that they were that pissed. Wow. But it yeah. did. So ugh, wild. Yeah. So I'm getting tons and tons of like different stuff. Also, this comic. Mm-hmm. In the past, we've been confused that we look like each other. So Ooh. I start to wonder like, are people think, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's. So I, I, I just removed myself from it. Sure. Because I was like, this is nutty. Yes. And you don't need to be a part of this. No, there's and, no. And, and even this comic, I think, would say, this is not your problem. No, he texted me. He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes like, people, you know, like, he goes, that's he goes that's not what happened, blah, blah, blah. Just remove yourself. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then, like, I go to the YouTube version of it. Same thing. People mm-hmm. found his channel and stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's wild. When you are, I have never been in the center of the internet. Of trying to get canceled either. or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- even because the, the word canceled carries such things. So let's just say the anger of the internet. Yeah, so yeah, Let's yeah. say you gained some anger. Maybe you deserved it. Gotta say, probably shouldn't be saying the N-word on stage. So, if you're white. So, <laughs> let's let's say, for example. That's, that's pretty safe. That's say. a safe. And I don't want so to get you controversial, wanna, but I'm going to say it. I think, Let's not know, say the N-word on stage if you're white. I think that most people <laughs> might agree with you on that. That's just my personal stance. So, yeah. potentially, some deserve, Controversial. Danny Jealous comes on. J- <laughs> Danny Jealous says saying the N-word, not good. <laughs> Vote for him. What? 2024? <laughs> I just trick people into into my cancellation is voting for me for president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's He's, your that's your big smear campaign. Yeah. Danny yeah. <laughs> Jealous sometimes says things that are bad are in fact bad. What? what? Um yeah, but I was like, uh I've seen it happen to others. Mm-hmm. And it is fascinating to watch the people who are being like, I gotta find every video this person is on and in. And I have to let them know in every video they are racist. Can I just tell you that this was the um, the most adjacent I've ever been? Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's wild. <laughs> because it's like, you know, it's literally on the same yes. video. And I'm, I'm getting the notifications like I'm living through yeah. another person. And again, for three minutes, you thought it was you probably. I guess. Yeah, when, I, I was like, did I do like yeah, yeah. any dumb thing? Yeah, like, you're over... looking through like what what old did I say something on a podcast that's gone viral? Right, like, what did right, I right. do? Like, yeah, because you you do enough podcasts where it's like when people are like, oh yeah, you did my podcast ten years ago, and I'm like, God knows what I said right, on right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who for, was I ten years ago? For sure. Yeah. You know, I don't think I said anything terrible, but I couldn't tell you a word. We Danny talk- Jones did podcasts 10 years ago. <laughs> and might not have been as educated as now, although he doesn't think anything he would say was bad, because he kind of had it figured out, but maybe not to the full level he is it now. But maybe he did. <laughs> <laughs> it always ends in a murky territory yeah. on the campaign. Like, But that's what it is. You're like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, even that three minutes, I bet 
that's that's gonna stick no, with you. It was it was it was strange. It was a strange sensation mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's good good to see you, man. Good to see you, buddy. It's uh, I I feel like uh, you know, we've known each other for a long time, and we always run into each other. I feel kind of like at random shows over the years that, yes. that we both get booked on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's always uh, I always am happy when I find out that you're, that you're on the lineup. I you have uh, you're a very funny person, but you also have a great energy. Like you have a good just like hang energy. That's what I try to put out before the shows or after the shows because it's just like you know that's part of the that's part of the thing. It's such a big part of comedy to me is like we're part of such a cool community and ninety five yeah ninety percent of this community is awesome. And it's like so when you're like around like so many times I'm like I'm just around the coolest people hanging out. Mm-hmm. And you bring a very you're you're a very cool fun person to hang yeah, out. Yeah, you're you're fun you're fun to watch on uh on shows. I'm always uh I'm always curious what you're working on cuz uh you're one of those guys who um Have you uh did you ever spend any time on the East Coast yes, doing comedy? Yes, so I started in New York. Okay. That's what I assumed. Uh-huh. And that's a compliment because when I the reason why I'm assuming that is just because your writing is tight and just the way you deliver your jokes and stuff like that. I'm like, if he had, if he didn't spend any time on the East coast, he'd fare very well out there. Yes. You know what I mean? It's where I started. I, cause I started theater. That's how, so that's what I was first doing. Right. Okay, I was a gotcha. theater kid. Yeah. And then I did the, I'm going to do theater. I'm also going to do stand up comedy in New York city. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to love my theater kid energy. And granted, I wasn't true theater kid, but I was, you know, I I was around. I was at NYU for theater. You're like I had something in my eye, glitter. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I was. I was like, I'm around that energy. So that's yeah. the energy I brought. And New York comics beat that shit out of me so hard. Oh, I bet. And they were like, you. And I remember. And I remember when I came out to LA, I was like, stand at the mic stand, say my jokes mm-hmm. tight. Tight, tight, tight. And then it was nice because LA then, like all of you guys were like, you're allowed to have a personality on oh, stage, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And now I like to think I marry the two. But I remember coming out here and people were like, were like, yeah, you're just like a pure writer. And I was like, oh, I'm the theater kid. People yeah. Like, you should show that a little. You're allowed to move. Sure. <laughs> you're allowed to move your face when yeah. you do stand up. I didn't know. I didn't know we were allowed to. Ah. And so now I like to think I married the two. That's good. I no, think, that's good. I like to think of my best. Yeah. Uh, you have a new special out called... You Choose. You Choose. And what I like about this is I um, haven't seen this concept done, to my knowledge. So what we learned posted... Because uh, thank you. So it is a, for those of you listening, is an interactive comedy special. Yeah. Some people would call it a choose-your-own-adventure. If you uh, are a fan of the Black Mirror... Mm-hmm. Um, the Black Mirror. If you if you watch a uh, Black Mirror on Netflix, they had that special uh, Bandersnatch. presentation, Bandersnatch, that was you could select what you wanted the character to do. Danny has found a way to do that on the YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, where you basically are setting up a bit uh, that's about to go, and you can select one or the other. Uh, I love veterinarians. I hate veterinarians is an example of... yes what you can choose after he's done with the previous bit. Yep. After I love David Blaine, I hate David Blaine. Yep. That kind of, you know what and I mean? And you will then go to that version of the joke and it is fully for you. So you get your opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I encourage people to fact, to check me and go to the other side, see if it's just as good. There is no crossover material and it is like fully a full hard defense of that side like you i give it everything i got to make you believe that is what i believe and then uh the only thing i always add is at the end of the special there is to use a magic term a prestige there Mm. is a reveal at the end and i think and i'm very proud of that i think it is i'm very curious in 2022 how many people are paying enough attention to stand-up comedy to actually watch a full special and make it to the end and like, I'm. I don't know if that is a thing we can do anymore. This is my yeah my last hope in this industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I believe we have fully turned into clowns on a dunk tank. 
because that is what it feels like right now. It feels like if you want to be successful online, you want to be a clown, just you need something thrown at you or yeah, uh, something bad for people, for comics and everyone to pay attention. And I'm like, I really believe there has to be something more online also, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is it. This is it. So there is a prestige at the end, and I'm very curious. Okay. But and when we got, I got rid of the New York Times, found it, and have been very nice and wrote a really nice thing about this special, which is really cool. But they also pointed out there was another comic who has done it also, whose name I should know, and I don't, but he did one on his website that's also, it's more like, you embedded sh- in his website yeah it's like embedded in his website it's much more tech technical than mine right mine's much more about the material so his is much more technical but it's also about like do you know what this is if you don't know all like the joke kind of yeah. catches you up and if not you kind of it, it was it's interesting his is really cool but we never we'd never heard of it until this one gotcha so, but we are basically the, we, we are the first i mean we're the first to really do it do it that's Heck cool yeah. it's really cool it's yeah, been dude. really cool to see people find it and react and it's been out for four days and it's been really cool so far but just hope people keep sharing it for love of god well it's on youtube guys so if you're listening to this or you're watching this it'll be the link in the description below but it's called you choose danny joss check it out please highly recommend it please yes yes <laughs> do it i'll kill myself but it looks awesome sounds i mean the it's a don't tell production so like don't tell if comedy. you're not familiar with those guys they they do uh great work it's really cool they will be running this town in three years and i don't know if i will still be a part like with like there but i think that company is unbelievable and the fact that they were willing to do this Cause it's like, I mean, I pitched this a couple times. Sure. And let me tell you, I got laughed out of rooms. People were just like, "Are how would we? How do we know that's gonna work?" And I was like, "Well, we won't." But you know, but I, we do it. But I think it'll work. Yeah. Like I, I can show you how I think this will work, and right. here's the material, and like, yeah. And they'd be like, "But no one's ever done it before," and I was like, "No, no one's done it." But but I think you know we'll just film it. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, and it was like, yeah. We're going to we're going to take a financial risk on that. That seems like a great like this town just was like, you're out of your mind. Right. right, right. Uh, people that wouldn't. And then don't tell was the only place that was like, all right. We'll, take, we'll give it a shot. What do you got, kid? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. we'll give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. And for that, I am like, they're the best. And Brad Silnuts or Gordy Earl directed it. And then it's like, it's unbelievable. It's very cool that we actually got to make it. And it's all due to them. And then still after even making it, places were like. We're not sure. We're not sure this will work on our platform. We're not yeah. sure. I was like, all right. So it's on YouTube. So if you guys don't watch it, you're there right. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're showing them. I really am. I'm like, yeah. we got to show them. We have to show them the numbers. We have to show yeah, them yeah. the numbers. New York Times is awesome. And at the end, the reviews have been great. But like, it does, like everyone's like, it's successful. And I'm like, doesn't matter. Like, it does not matter. It's going to matter the views. Sure. A certain number of views, we get to slam a ball in their face and be yeah. like, fuck you. Right. Take chances on specials, please. Yeah. If this doesn't get, they'll, they win. So, Forever. how are you doing? You know, I'm a little stressed about the whole thing. Yeah. Is it palpable? A little bit. Okay. Um, hi. Uh, I've never seen you at this bar before. Yeah. Well. I don't often come to bars like this. You might know me as a man who gets around. Yeah, I mean, you're in a uh, a see-through jumpsuit right now. Yes. And it looks like you just maybe got off work at a Pep Boys, but uh, it's just see-through window right over your peck area right here. Yeah, I like to let people know what I'm working with, but you can't see my face. No, you are wearing a full-on ski mask. Mm-hmm. So, um, would you like a drink? You give out drinks often to random men in ski masks who also show their bodies. Well, you know, I've been a bartender here the last 10 years, and uh, 
I have been robbed multiple times, so I figure it's a good way to break the ice. Maybe if you want to drink first. I can't tell yet if you're going to rob me, so... What's that? Two dollars off of my night if uh, you're not robbing me and I just give a guy a free drink? Why don't we start with the premise that you're lucky if I only rob this bar? Like a... Like a weird kink kind of thing? No, 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 no. This isn't sexual, and I... I have to tell you, as a, and I don't want to get serious. Yeah. But as a, you know, bounty hunter slash general criminal, people constantly see my outfit as sexual. And this voice, I think, can come off as sexual sometimes. Yeah, it's definitely like, uh, it's got a kind of a, like, But that's rude. But that's rude. Okay, I'm just trying to be a criminal here, and people keep trying to sexualize me because of my outfit. You have windows to your nipples on your outfit. That's my outfit. I'm allowed to do free the nipple. You know what? It's people like fucking you. Free the nipple is a female thing. No, it's for men too. What? I've never heard that. No, no, no. Men have been chastised on their nipples. First off, who said I'm a man? Secondly... Sorry to assume. With that said, yes. Uh, Also, you might want to, you know, do a little maintenance. Okay, sorry to offend you. you. That is so offensive. Why do we have to shave our nipples? which are naturally hairy. And you know that's you know why we have that? That is something that's built into our DNA. Are you a human or are you a droid? What, like, well, like you hang out on, you know, one of the Star Wars planets? I'm just trying to figure out like where you're coming from. Yeah, it's more of a Star Wars thing. Mm-hmm. We're sort of in the Star Wars universe here. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I deserve to be sexualized. Just because I'm from the Star Wars universe. Okay. So, uh, what would you like to drink? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, can I get... See, just the way you even are ordering this drink, it's just... Or maybe I just have a a thing for for droided men. Why are you putting a finger in your mouth while you... Why are you sucking on your finger while you're... What are you talking about? Oh, get your order. (laughs) Wait. I was thinking... Oh, no. Can I get a martini? Yeah. If you stop sucking on your fingers. Hang on a second. If I can get a martini. Dirty. Extra olives. Yeah. Coming right up. intelligible okay I'm gonna tell you your voice is so high we gotta drop it down a little okay yeah let's drop it down here that's much better this feels better yeah this feels much better this is kind of freaking me out that I'm looking at you and hearing this voice yeah what do you mean it's just here's the thing yeah yeah um your voice does not match your body Can I say something that might be offensive? Yes. Your voice perfectly matches your body. Oh, really, bitch? Yeah, really, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I can't believe we're at the PBA right now, and I just got a turkey, and you are about to eat my shorts. I'll eat your shorts all night. Can I? Ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Is that guy looking at us? 
Of course he is. Because we're fucking hot. Yeah, we're super hot. And everybody's looking at us in this bowling alley because it's like, oh, I didn't even know that women could be pro bowlers. Yeah, we can. And guess what? What? PBA, they don't have male-female leagues. We're just competing. Oh, yeah. There is no WPA. Take that W, shove it up your ass. Yeah, take your PBR and shove the whole can up your butt because this is the PBA. There's no gender. There is no gender. Actually, a pretty progressive sport if you think about it, and I really appreciate that. I like that. Darts also. Let the women fend for themselves. Let the men fend for themselves. Let the non-binary fend for themselves. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Just matter. talent. Why are, we, why are we separating in certain sports? No, no, no. All sports. Yeah. Football. MMA. Yeah. We need to start yes. not separating. Yes. Swimming, it doesn't matter to me. Why do we need to separate? I want to compete against a 700-pound man. I think that's fair. I think it's fair, too. I think it's fair. I just want to play with the boys. I want to... And guess what? I'll tell you this. The boys aren't going to want to play with me. Oh, really? Oh, because I'll kick their ass. I bet you will, Cheryl. <laughs> I certainly will, Denise. Mm. You know me. Mm. I'll fucking kick their ass, say it, spray it, lay it, okay it. Okay, babe. That's one of my catchphrases. <laughs> that, I mean, you are known in the sports community for your quips. <laughs> I'm quippy. You're very quippy. Oh, yeah. If I hit a strike, you bet your ass I'm about to go, oopsie. Mm-hmm. Someone just oh. got us. Uh-oh. Oh, whoops. Oh, did I drop something? Oh, I think it was hot fire on the lane. That's what it is. Ooh, is I that a trophy? Is that a trophy? What did you just drop? Oh, hang on. I just picked up a, is this your dignity? Oh, my back hurts from carrying this team. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, right? That's a classic. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good time. Yeah, anyway, it's really good. I haven't won in a long time. Ever since they made sports where they stopped separating men and women, I started losing it's, it's a little been very bit frustrating. more. It's been a little bit frustrating. It's been a little bit frustrating. It's a little bit just because like, I was all progressive about it, and then mm. like, when they made the full switch, I was like, all right, slow your roll a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's been frustrating. And on one hand, I'm like, I'm going to kick their ass. Right. Like, when they merged the WNBA with the, the NBA, NBA, like, yeah, the numbers skyrocketed as far as, like, viewers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also, um, a lot of my girlfriends, it's the most they've ankles they've ever rolled in their life yeah no and it was like at first i was like i love this and then ellen della donna got <laughs> had lebron james slam her through the backboard and i said i don't love that he broke her cervix that night <laughs> he broke her cervix <laughs> it was like lebron are you serious and the ref said that's legal yeah it's like, it's just like the monsters from Space Jam. How is this legal? Yeah, no, for sure. And it's like, I, and let me say this again. I love that we're doing I it. I love it. I love that it's equal now. Yes, but then when John Morant slammed his knee through Brianna Sky's face on a dunk, I said, I don't love that. Yeah, I don't know if this is like necessarily good for the sport, mm-hmm. but... I did rewind it and watch it a bunch. I still take games with the VCR. Yeah. I'm over here trying to come up with another, another WNBA player's name for another example, and it's tough. Honestly, I respect you so much that you had two in your back pocket. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, and good. pretty progressive, if I may say so. I've, I've, and I don't want to get into... But this is, I think, still within the character. Of course. Um, I used to coach ba- uh, children's basketball a little bit when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And I would have them watch WNBA because they play a much more technical game. If you're trying to teach a child <laughs> how to play basketball, it's actually easier if you do that. Because better form, they follow the rules better. Mm-hmm. 
and they you can't it's just fly over another human so you actually right. have to do things it's a slower pace so you can actually see the plays going because yes it's more technical it's more technical yeah and There's... it's all about and then let me tell you sharp shooters sharp Sharpest. Sharpest. Sharpest shooters. The sharpest in the shed. I gotta tell you, I do think oh, there's a name I'm this close to. Girl. Of some. Let yourself have it. I just want it so this bad. This is a moment for you, and you take advantage of it. It was a fucking player in college. What about the one that just got arrested for drugs? No, she's, that's one sad, and two... <laughs> sorry to bring that up. It's... I know it's still an issue, but, like, I'm sorry I don't know her actual name, but do you know her name? Of course, that's Brittany Griner. Everybody knows Brittany Griner. Oh, look, you just found a third. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I couldn't use her an example, though. Okay, sorry, because it's the... too sad. It's too sad. Well, I'll be the stink bug that But she can dunk. Up. Okay. People don't know that. Brittany Griner can dunk. Okay, great. She's very talented. We're really praying for her. I find it a very sad situation. It's, uh, it's ironic she can dunk um, and she can slam a basketball when she's in the slammer. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to bring no, that up. I know you did. I know. It was technically a pun, but barely. Survive this bowling ball up your ass. I'm back. Oh, she's back, people. <laughs> Where do we go from here? What's that? Blink 182? Oh, yes. <laughs> Turn off the lights right now. I'm feeling this. Exactly. I'm feeling this. They fell short as yeah. the summer, but your hand in my. I'll make one another. Did you know they're back together? I heard. And I heard the, the, um, the whatchamacallit, the tour is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I want to go see them. I feel like they're going to be so good because... They have to be? They have to be. But they all, because they've all had individual careers since, yeah. right? So it's like, it's not like, because some bands get back together, but it's like they literally haven't, they've just been living off their money. Yeah. You know? And now they're coming back to tour, but it's like, they're not, they're like, oh, like, how do you do it? Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. But it's like all of them have individually. They've all been playing with different bands. Playing with different bands. Like, lead singer, voice as good as ever. Yeah. What's his name? Tom DeLong, baby. Oh, Tom. I yeah. knew it was Tom, but couldn't come with the last name. And then, obviously, Travis. Yeah. Better, I mean, unbelievable. Epic drummer. Epic drummer. Epic. I don't know who the guitar people are. Sure, they're great. Mark Hoppus is on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even I know that name. Yeah. It's like, so they're, they're going to be as good. Yeah. And they have a bunch of new dope songs. They'll probably play a bunch of songs from of their individual bands. And then at the end, just come... Like, that's one of those concerts where it's going to be really good, really good. Like, they're going to open with something, a banger out of the gates. Mm -hmm. Then they'll do a bunch of individual songs. It'll be fun. You, and then the last six songs are going to blow everyone's dick off. From the past. Yes. They have to close. When yeah. they just go on the six top Link-182 yeah. songs. Bam, 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 In bam. In the car, I just can't wait to pick you up on our very first mm -hmm. date. Is it cool if I hold your hand? 
If you can't even battle it. Yeah, dude. They've got such good... That guy is such a good voice. So unique. Tom DeLonge. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I was him. Hey, Danny. Will you ever think about that, though? Danny. You ever think about how cool life would be if you were not a comic and instead one of the cool jobs? Danny, it's okay. You, I, we all wish at some point that, that we were Tom DeLonge. I remember as a kid... And I don't know if this is... I'm doing a bit or not anymore, but I remember as a kid, genuinely, I was like, I was going to do musical theater. And I was like, maybe I can do musical theater, but also like kind of make it cool. I remember thinking that. And I'll tell you, boy, did I fail on all fronts on that one. Not cool. Not doing musical theater, really. You thought that doing musical theater would make you cool? Not just... Not just was I that delusional, actually. I wish I was that delusional. But actually, I thought I could make musical theater cool. Like, I thought I would be the one to you th- do it. You thought you would turn it into something. I would be the leader of cool. So it isn't even like I thought musical theater was cool, and I would, like, catch that wave. In my mind, musical theater was going to catch my wave. <laughs> or What were some of the productions that you did? So, in high school, I... We did two musicals. The first was a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Are you familiar? No. It's such a good show. Sondheim, heard of him? No. Never heard of Stephen Sondheim. No, I can't say I have. Oh my god! Literally one of the top five. And like top five in whose books? Everybody who does musical theater. Look, okay, look at musical theater like he's just one of the top okay, people. Just, okay. I would say that to anybody listening to this or watching this who knows musical theater, what you just said is... Blasphemy? Yeah. And I don't want to throw on this word harshly. I don't want you to, I don't want you to take this in a harsh way. You say the N word right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to take that harshly. <laughs> okay, that's your choice then. That's your choice to take it that way. But uh, what was the thing? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. Uh, get back to the mic. Um, but I was just going to say stupid. No, no, no. It's not stupid. What is it? I was going to say that you not knowing Tom stupid. Oh, you're uh, calling me stupid? That was the word I was going to use. I was going to say to people watching, they're going to be like, you don't know Stephen Sondheim. Literally. Unbelievable. Anywho, so I played Pseudalus. He's the lead character. He was initially played by Zero Mostel in the OG cast. Do you know who Zero Mostel is? Is it a condiment? God, I hate you. He's an all-time great. He was the original He was re- original I, Max P. Allstock and the producers. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Your, your all-time greats are different from my all-time greats. <laughs> what do you mean? The way you say top five and all-time greats. I mean, it just, they're not even in my Rolodex. I haven't even gotten into my top five. This is just Zero Mostel, although he might okay. be top five for me. But continue with these made-up names I've never heard before. <laughs> anyway, Zero Mostel was the original pseudolist. Nathan Lane did the revival. Heard that name? The revival? Yeah. I've heard the word. <laughs> <laughs> I met Nathan Lane. Okay. That's one. He's an all-time great. He's not an all-time great, but he was pseudolist. Hey, man, he's an all-time great. Oh, he's pretty good. He's very good. Nathan Lane. Oh. That's a good one. That's all right. Not bad. That's not bad. You want to go? I mean, he's definitely, because he's, I got to do it, but he like, because it's, it's back here. It's almost it's Jerry. It's kind of back here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's almost Jerry. And then when he sit, I oh, used to on. be the king. Yeah. The king of old Broadway. The best of everything. He's so Jewish. He gets Jewish. I can see what's happening. What? They haven't got a clue. Who? They'll fall in love and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. The sweet careers of twenty. That guy's name, I wish I had. He has got a great voice. Great voice. And 
And this is, I mean, now we're just so, but he's also in the revival of A Fine Cap on the Way of the Forum, really? Broadway cast. So if you listen to that that album, those of you out there, really trying to push musical theater on this crowd, which I can't imagine happens often on this show. Listen, dude, I think we can all agree you're making it cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> so keep going. <laughs> anyway, the two of them are in that show together. And if you listen, you'll be listening to the album. And you'll go, oh, Nathan Lane, of course, is the lead. And then you'll right. hear that guy talk. And you'll be like, Timon and Pumbaa are in this show? And wow. you'll have that moment. And that's a special moment. Okay, cool. Um, so anyway, I was pseudos and finally happened to the forum in high school. Then, and this is really going to be, and I don't want to brag. And this is going to get a big reaction from everybody. Because mm-hmm. everybody's about to know the next couple words I say. I was in Damn Yankees, where I played both young Joe Boyd and old Joe Boyd, which is very hard to do. Okay. I usually don't do this on the podcast, but we're going to have to stop for a second because, ladies, go wring out your panties (laughs) (laughs) and come back. I know everybody's blown away, but if you can believe it. I managed to play both characters. I know. And there's a song, obviously, those of you that know the musical, and I'm assuming that's most of your audience. Of course, but, you know, we need a refresher on it, so maybe you could... The song Goodbye, Old Girl yeah. is sung by old Joe Boyd. Uh-huh. And then halfway through the song, he transforms into young Joe Boyd. And I would sing it down here. I'd go, I would sing it down in my old man voice. I'd go, Goodbye, old girl. My old girl. And I'd sing it like that. And then I would go behind a curtain. I would change. And I'd come out and then up an octave. And though you're Joe. And I would come out young. And the crowd. And I cannot stress this enough in my public high school of Virginia. Say it. this. <laughs> say it. As bullying material for years. When I say they were moved to bully me off of that performance. It can't be understated enough. <laughs> this was the switch? This was the switch. And to me, it was great. And it, you know, it was, I think to the people, to the five people who knew what it was doing, but to the rest of them, it was like. Why, why was that like the, like the thing that, that like really put it over the top? On bullying or the performance? Yeah. No, no, oh, no. Bullying? I know that your performance put it over the top. We don't have to go over that, Danny. Because I can sing it again. Because I feel like I didn't actually nail the note, and I can do it again. Um, we need the ladies to keep watching this. They sorry. keep leaving. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel to bad. take off articles of clothing. Oh, of course. Okay? Um, now that they're back, continue. No, I'll tell you what killed me. I was. Uh, this is a play version, but I was Peter Pan in Peter Pan, and uh, I don't know if you've now question for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. A lot of times, I'm actually impressed by this one this more than the other one. Okay. Reason being. Uh huh. Classically, a lot of times, the person who plays Peter Pan is usually a female yes, yes, yes. in productions. That's correct. So how did you land that? In a what some would call controversial casting at the time in the high school. <laughs> but I gave a very good audition. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like, you know, I was, in, I, was, I was ready for it. I was ready for that kind of performance. And uh, I, was, I was given the role of Peter Pan. And what I will say is uh, we had a little rigging flying machine that uh, would take me up. Oh, yeah. And what you learn very quickly about that rigging flying machine is it is, in fact, made not for men. Because it was every time I go up, it was. (gasps) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. But did it help you hit those notes? So it it was a play. So it didn't even do me any good. And then on top of that, the thing I was going to say is because nobody would come to the musicals because nobody cared. Um, and so, but we would do this one thing where it was like this preview performance on like Friday, like right before school ended. It was like, and it was a way out of class. So everybody came to this preview performance. And I remember being like, I remember being back. It was like one of my first like leads. And I was like, this is about to be, cause I've been bullied up until this point. But I was like, bullying days. Kiss yourself goodbye. Because when these because <laughs> when they see me, yep. as the lead uh-huh. in this production, say it, Danny. They're about to fucking love me. I'm about to have my first kiss. <laughs> I'm about to have my first girlfriend, 
it's over, baby. I'm a star. And then I remember right as the curtain was going up, going, I'm in tights. This could be bad. And I just remember the curtain going up in a roar of laughter. And I don't know if you've ever been getting laughed at and had to do a 10-minute scene as Peter Pan while knowing your reputation that already wasn't sparkling is going through the gutter. It's a tough time. So, um, wow. In this moment, what if this is an alternate timeline? This is an alternate universe. Okay. The curtain comes up Mm. and you're packing so much heat downstairs. (laughs) Your high school dong is just so impressed. It's so impressive that People go, huh? Yeah. And then they start paying attention. There's like a quiet murmur. A quiet murmur. Like, is that his real? No, that can't is be. Is he stuffing? Is that a real no, thing? Be, I, and I start moving around. They're like, no, no, because he was stuffing. No, no, stuff. to be moving. As soon as you get hoisted up, oh, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. it even comes it more. Just, produ- it becomes even yeah. more. No, that's got to be real. No, that's got to be real. It's not a prosthetic or anything. And then it was so, it's so big and it's so impressive <laughs> that you hear people in the crowd start going, wait, is theater cool? Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Do you do all theater people have big penises? Wait a second. And also, and then in that rumor, start going around. Everybody's starting to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, and that's the moment I could have turned. Hey, Jollis, I saw your uh, little Peter Pan, your your Peter Pan performance, and uh, gotta say, man, uh, keep it up, brother. <laughs> Thanks, dude. It was nothing. But I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, uh, hmm. what are you doing Friday? You want? There's a big party uh, down by uh, Sarah's at the lake. If you want to come by, I mean, I don't know if you're doing anything. You're probably busy. I mean, I guess I could try to come by. Sure. I guess the only thing I'd say is like, do you know what her flooring situation is like there? Just because. My dick is so heavy, I just need to make sure it's fully supported. Maybe you heard. Uh, not only did I hear, we all saw it, dude. Yeah. Hey, Jaws. Yeah. I'll see you on Friday and bring that big old dong of yours with you. Cool, dude. Cool, dude. That version didn't happen, though. What happened yeah. instead was... <laughs> <laughs> what happened instead was I didn't have sex until college. And, uh, <laughs> in fact, if you can believe it, I was a virgin <laughs> all through high school. Mm-hmm. If you can even believe it. Hey, man, samesies. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like you were cool, though. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself... Did you play basketball? Yeah, but I got cut my junior year. Ooh, that must have been traumatic. It was. That's big, tough. A big reason why uh, I went fully into comedy. Big reason. Yeah. Big reason. I get that. Mm-hmm. I've been through that moment. That's that's like Because yeah. I also played sports. Yeah. In my never-ending. And, and I'm from Kansas. Basketball is like huge there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like part of the lifestyle there. Virginia, ironically, so our big... Not our biggest. Well, football is probably our biggest sport. Yeah. Which I was like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not. Even then, I was like, no. Nah, it seems like we're all hurting ourselves quite <laughs> right. a bit. Right. Right. We we can't possibly be thinking this is good for us in the long run. Yeah. But I, like, I played a ton of basketball. Mm-hmm. And then the well, big if you sp- coach, then yeah, you were decent at least for sure. Yeah. But then I was, <laughs> you know, it'd be good to coach. Uh, is, yeah, yeah. You just need downtime. Yeah. But then uh, the big one was I was uh, lacrosse was monstrous. Uh, I was one of those schools. Lacrosse was big. So pin in lacrosse for a second. After there's a roar of laughter at Peter Pan, what happens after that? You have to do the scene. Do the scenes. The laughter, I don't want to say ever stops. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of moving through the crowd and varying level, and you're just feeling it. You just know it's not good. This isn't good. This is not going to end well. And you just uh, just did it. Got off stage, kind of as more of like, yep. 
you know, and you kind of, and you're also doing that thing where like, you're like, well, maybe it's like laughter, but they're like impressed, you know, like you kind of like, you do that thing where you're like, it could be this could this, no, this actually could flip good. Yeah. Right. This is because it's a stand up. It's, it's the stand up mentality of like a joke misses. Yeah, like everybody's bombing ahead of you and you're like, I can get them. Yeah. You know, you bomb on stage for 30 minutes and you're still on stage. Like this next one. Yeah. I might actually get them. They don't even know what's coming. <laughs> Wait until this next one. Yeah. I did this one college and because uh, I, I tend to do pretty well at 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 least doing mediocre in every room. Mm-hmm. And I did this one college and I always do well at colleges. Pretty good at them. And first joke, just for, first off, come off like riffing about the college, which usually easy. Yeah. Pretty full room, by the way. Just missing. Missing left and right. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a couple. I was like, right, let me just go into material for a second. And I do probably 10 minutes of material. I'm just missing every fucking joke. Like, just can't, like, huh, at most. And I just go, I remember I made a decision right in my mind. Where I was like, all right, we're doing the closer right now. We're going to get them on board. Right. Let's just get the, let's just get a big pop. We will cross the bridge of what happens at the end of this show when we get there. Let's just at least get it okay. Because nobody gets through the closer without laughing. And it missed. And I remember that one ending and just being like, oh, my God. I have so long to go. Yep. And that was 100% my best joke. At the time, too. It was like, yeah, I have exactly an hour of material right now. And that's really the best one. That's harsh reality. It was a harsh reality. It was a tough time. And that was basically what it was like on, as a kid in high school. But you were cool. But you, so. No, no, no. I was just, I. I was friends with all the groups. Does that make sense? Yes. I was, I was medium. I was friends with a lot of the groups. Yeah. I was very. Um, um, I, was I, a, I was a. I, I wasn't friends with a lot of groups. You know how Blade can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were kind of the Blade of high school. I was kind of the Blade of, you know, I could walk with the nerds, but I could also hang with the jocks. Like, I could. You, you know, know what, what I mean? So, kind of, without being cool, but I was. Accept, I, I, I got to this place in high school. Where I was like accepted by all parties. Yeah. Like everybody kind of just like put up with me. Yeah. You're France. But, and I don't know if you feel this way. <laughs> yeah, I'm France. <laughs> yeah. Everyone kind of just, everyone kind of put up with me. But then at right. any moment, if they decided to hurt anybody around for a laugh, it was immediately attack for it. Sure. Immediately, exactly. I was a very easy target. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was an easy target. Yeah. Um, I was also very small. I was under five foot until, um, sophomore junior year oh, of high so school. Oh, so that did work pretty well for Peter Pan then. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was perfect. Yeah. I was perfect in every way. Mm-hmm. But um, because I never had a friend group that was like my true friend group. I don't know if you feel this way. Your tribe. Because I never had a tribe, I also never had a like I never got told what we don't like. What do you mean by that? So when you're a jock, right? When you're cool. Like in high school, mm-hmm. you get told like we're jocks, so we don't do musical theater. We don't do uh, right. Like you, you're with your group, and your group likes this sort of stuff, and so yeah. you buy into that kind of lifestyle. Not in a negative way, but like that's how people kind of build their personalities off of kind of the group of friends you built. Because I never had that, I really am like, and it's like weird, isn't it? Like people discover this about me about like the musical theater thing, mm-hmm. but also obsessive sports fan, also yeah. big into Magic the Gathering, and like that shit and like also it's like weird i'm yeah. a weirdly all over the place guy because i never got told what i shouldn't like and that's kind of cool as an adult well balanced hang as a oh i've always I, I used to have a joke about like man i was born for parents because you can say anything to me yeah and i'll be like yeah are you even decent at sports stats Oh, I know sports. All. I know, I know sports better than probably anything. Oh wow, yeah. If you if you're able to, I mean, dude, you just like, you know, you just talk about musical theater in your sleep. Yes, I can talk about musical theater in my sleep, and then like the second somebody's like, "Did you see the games this weekend?" And I'm like, "Oh, I mean, get me started." Because I'm like a true DC sports fan, so I like I know everything DC sports. Mm. And then the, even just like the general anything but hockey, it's like I can do me. I can do. I just know the Capitals and hockey, but it's like. Almost any basketball player, almost any football player. It's almost like you have choosed all of 
the things you want to do with your life. Watch you choose on YouTube. Oh, that's so good. I didn't <laughs> you know, even know what you were you, doing. You've done, you've done an, an own choose, choose your own adventure with your life. With, with like, yes. Like, there are no rules. There's no rules. So you've done that with different things where you can like musical theater. You can like all the sports sets. You can like doing Dungeons and Dragons and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's what, what I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. I love it as an adult. I think it's a very cool little superpower I have. To be like, put me in any room. Yeah. Put me against. I'll relate somehow. Oh, there's net. What are you, what are you into? I'm gonna have it. Yeah. Sports being the biggest one. Sports is just it. The amount of like generals I've gone into where I've just gone in the room, been like, just been like seen like a Mavericks jersey and been like, Dallas fan? Mm -hmm. Luca. What a treat to watch. And just immediately they're like, Luca. And I just have the first 10 minutes of my meeting. Right, right, right. Let's talk Luca. Well. We're going to close out this podcast <gasps> with a different kind of talk. It's called Sax Talk. Oh. Sax Talk. So, young single Danny was an exciting boy. He was trying his hardest in New York City. This was right after I graduated college. And it's worth remembering, I had really not had anything happen for me until the end of college. So, this was an exciting time. I was exploring myself sexually for the first time and I was also starting to get good at stand-up comedy so I was attracting women for the first time in my life I was on a run of women who were a little more into rougher stuff I'm a guy at the time and even currently who says whatever you want me to be I will be in the bedroom as long as it makes you happy. Just trying to keep you around was really my mentality, so whatever it took. So while I wasn't particularly into it myself, I did what it took. I noticed very early that if you pulled the hair and it was liked, and if you kind of got a little, did one of these and they liked that, you could almost bet they were going to want to be choked. I'd say two or three women in a row. I followed that path and it led me down a good place. Then I met one young lady. Went back to my place. She was very cool. I really liked her. Genuinely thought she was great. I pulled the hair. I did a little aggressive push. I said in my brain, I know exactly what's about to turn her on. And I'm going to very lightly choke a little bit to establish that it's okay, but I know it's about to be a hit. It was, in fact, not a hit. (laughs) She, in fact, did not like it. And I don't know if you've ever been having sex with a woman and then realized you are, in fact, choking them against their will. But it's a dark time. She said it was no big deal. We could still continue. But I could never recover. And instead had a very underperforming sexual night. And never really saw her again. For all you young kids out there who might be attracting that certain type of woman. You might think you know what they want. You might think to yourself, oh, if they're into this, they're into this, they're going to like this. But let me be the one to tell you. Ask first. Condoms were made by the devil. Thank you so much. How was that on as a usual version? I felt like that was a very effective job we did there. It was great. Yeah. 
I was actually, I really liked that. I thought it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I really felt like we made art there. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that sax talk a lot, actually. <laughs> I was like really trying to play into the saxophone. I no, was no, like, no, it was yeah. good. Yeah, You're yeah. vibing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. You're good at it. Oh, thanks. You still practice a bunch? I need to practice more. Uh, I had a, like a real, I had a legit saxophonist on that was very kind to me that I that let me duet with him. And I was like, when I was playing with him, I was like, this guy is so freaking good. Oh, I, I know. Practice. Uh, that's the worst part. It's like, because like I can play piano and then it's, I mean, so can you obviously. And then like, but then, you know, the second you're with someone who actually plays the piano, you're like, you're I'm like, a fucking I'm a disgrace. Yeah. I know where middle C is. Go fuck myself. Yeah. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. I can hit a basic chord. Why don't I go shoot myself in the face? I turn real dark on myself. No, no, no. I like it. <laughs> Danny, thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you can watch his special for free on YouTube right now. It's called You Choose. It's an interactive comedy special that you guys are going to dig. Uh, there's literally multiple options. Whether you you like something or you don't like something, there's going to be something for you in this special. Is there anything else that you want to uh, plug, my friend? That is That is the only thing I care about right now is people checking that out and giving it a chance because I really believe specials can still be special and I really think it's going to be worth your time and you will enjoy it. And please, if you do watch it, watch till the end. Because I'm telling you, there's there's more to it, and I think you'll really enjoy the ending. Heck yeah. Love you, dude. Thanks for coming on. Love you, buddy. Thanks for having me.